Welcome to the Hoosier Ag Today morning podcast on the 21st of November 2022. I'm Andy Eubank as we kick off Thanksgiving week. And the Hat Morning Podcast is brought to you by First Farmers Bank and Trust, proudly serving local farms, families, and agribusiness for over 135 years. They're online at ffbt.com. Today, the latest Indiana farm news, including Purdue students exploring the farm broadcasting industry last week in Kansas City. Eric Pfeiffer with that story. Also, equipment and technology, both coming to the Indiana Farm Expo in December. That show is coming up very soon. Chief Media. Meteorologist Ryan Martin says some very decent weather this week. And C.J. Miller wraps things up with a look back at the Friday markets, which finished mixed. This is the Hat Morning Podcast. The land of the free is also the home of the hardworking. What if this is the year you take your farm operation to the next level? At First Farmers Bank and Trust, we're proud to serve the people who not only work until the sun goes down, but until the job is done. With over 135 years of commitment to agriculture, we'll find the solution that's right for your operation today and tomorrow. Visit ffbt.com to learn more. First Farmers Bank and Trust, member FDIC. The High Ground Podcast. Everything from energy and fuel. And it's always like clean oil because most of my stuff leaks. Yes. (laughs) To agriculture. We go from the cute and cuddly phase to the not so cute and cuddly phase. You can cuddle with them at 290 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably against your will, I'm guessing. And, well, other things. He calls them all variable costs. That's bull. (laughs) <laughs> I think you meant to say that's <laughs> fertilizer, right? Staying on topic. Listen now on all platforms. A preview of the upcoming Indiana Farm Expo and Purdue Ag students on the road. This is Who's Your Ag Today. I'm Andy Eubank reporting on agriculture. This is your signal to stop at the end of this row or trip and stretch. Walk around and take some deep breaths. Your body and mind will thank you. Visit extension.purdue.edu slash farmstress for other helpful tips. The Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo returns to Grand Park in Westfield in mid-December after a successful first year at that venue last year. Show manager Gary Truitt it says there will be new companies exhibiting this year. Some of our traditional companies will be there, but there are some new companies that are going to be exhibiting for the first time at the show. Our show is different. It's not huge. It's a relaxed show. It's a good opportunity for folks to come, to see, to learn, uh, and to have time to, to really talk with our exhibitors one-on-one uh, and have a good time. we got free coffee and free seminars and free parking and free admission. Both equipment and technology are in the name of the show, and you will see both on the floor, including big equipment, despite the ongoing supply shortage. We've heard a lot of stories and seen a lot of stories about shortages, but there will be iron on the floor for folks to come and look at and, and, and will be demonstrated. But we'll also be demonstrating the technology that's there. Uh, precision agriculture is a big part. We'll have some of the equipment there, but we will also have some experts and companies. Agri-Financial and Reynolds Farm Equipment are presenting sponsors of the expo. Reynolds is one of those that will have a whole team of precision agriculture culture folks there at the show who will be able to sit down one-on-one and talk with farmers about how precision ag can fit in their operations. The Indiana Farm Expo is December 13, 14, and 15. Hours are 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Tuesday and Wednesday, 9 to 3 on Thursday. And remember, it is a totally free show. At last week's National Association of Farm Broadcasting Convention in Kansas City, 
Hatt was very happy to see six Purdue students who were there exploring the ag communications industry. Eric Pfeiffer spoke with them. And most of our people, they are in agricultural communications as their major, but we do have some that aren't. Whether you're interested in agriculture or communications and just love getting messages out to people, ACT is a great group. That's Bella Monroe, president of Purdue's Agricultural Communicators of Tomorrow Group. Monroe interned with Hoosier Ag today this year and is set to graduate from Purdue in May. It's crunch time for me as well, but for me, I've always wanted to go into broadcasting, and that is why I brought our ACT group here. So for me, it's something that I've always been looking forward to, and I'm excited to say that I will be going into broadcasting after college. Allison Lund is a Purdue junior majoring in ag communications with a minor in crop science. The Wisconsin native interned in the radio industry over the summer. Like many of us, she's still trying to decide what she wants to be when she grows up. My first year, it was sort of a year of trying everything. Uh, and by sophomore year, I thought for sure I would end up somewhere where I was writing. You know, my dream was to write for a magazine or a paper. And that's still sort of my dream. But after having my broadcasting internship, I'm like, maybe I could find something that's the best of both worlds. And, you know, it's just it's really hard to narrow everything down. And after coming out here, I'm like leaning more towards broadcasting, but don't want to give up that whole writing experience. So I think it's good to have opportunities like this to try to help uh, focus in on what you're doing, but I also don't think it's bad to not know yet. Each student told Hat they enjoyed their time in Kansas City, made some incredible additions to their professional network with both broadcasters and ag company representatives. I'm Eric Pfeiffer. Thanks, Eric. I'm Andy Eubank. This is Who's Your Ag Today? Timely, relevant, credible. Have you ever considered a career in agriculture? There are dozens of agribusinesses that have opportunities to work in this exciting field. These are high-paying positions with on-the-job training and advancement. On December 15th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Grand Park in Westfield, Indiana, these companies will be on hand for the Indiana Ag Career Fair. Come talk with these organizations. Then walk the show floor of the Indiana Farm Equipment and Technology Expo and experience the world of agribusiness. December 15th at Grand Park in Westfield. More details at Indiana. I'm Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin with Hoosier Ag Today's Indiana Farm Forecast. Taking a look at the setup here across the Hoosier State this week, not too shabby. All things considered, we're looking at some pretty decent weather over the next several days with milder air trying to dominate the discussion. At this point, as the milder air moves in, we may see a little bit of an increase in cloud cover. The warmest air likely here for Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Day itself turns a little bit cooler in the afternoon as clouds show up, and I won't rule out a little bit of spit, sprinkle, and flurry activity. Moisture equivalency totals anywhere from a few hundredths to a tenth, that is all. But I think that could give us some on-again, off-again snowflakes, particularly overnight Thursday night through Friday and into Saturday. Cold air dives back down in control for that period. We get back to temperature moderation for this coming Sunday the 27th and we stay above normal through the 28th, 29th and 30th thing is, we do see a front in there for next Tuesday, the 29th, bringing some scattered light rain showers anywhere from a few hundredths to four tenths of an inch, coverage around 60% of the Hoosier State. That moisture slides off to our south, but we have another round of precipitation that tries to lift back in for Wednesday, the 30th. There we could see rain totals anywhere from a quarter to one inch if things come together right. And this is a warm front lifting in from the south, gets good coverage over the northern half of Indiana and into Michigan, northern Illinois. If there's any place that gets missed out of that, it would be a southern Indiana, but I think still 
southern Indiana gets some moisture in the pre-dawn hours of a Wednesday. That's the way your forecast is stacking up. I'm Chief Meteorologist Ryan Martin. Harvest means early mornings, late nights, and long days in the field. While you're out there each day until the last pass is made and the job is done, know that your friends at Farm Credit Mid-America see your hard work and appreciate all of your long hours. We know that harvest is a busy season for you, but when you need a lender that can rise with you, give us a call at 800-444-FARM. This fall, we rise together. Subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Farm Credit Mid-America is an equal opportunity lender. The grain markets ending the week mixed. This is Hoosier Ag Today's Friday Farm Market Review. I'm C.J. Miller. This review brought to you by Seed Genetics Direct, providing quality seed, free delivery, personalized service, and local research data, along with published prices. Check them out at SeedGeneticsDirect.com. With grain market analysis, it's time to check in with Brian Basting with Advanced Trading. The markets were mixed on Friday. Also, crude oil prices sharply lower. Uh, Brian, what were some of the main factors that impacted the markets on Friday? Some of the news late last week, CJ, was the um, the resumption, or I should say the extension, of the Black Sea Grain Initiative. That's been extended now for another 120 days. It was due to expire uh, this weekend. Uh, but the groups got together uh, with the United Nations, and it is extended now till March um, 19th to the 20th, I believe, so another 120 days. So that will keep that grain flowing out of the Black Sea, uh, of course, subject to what happens with, with the ongoing war, but um, through another four months. So that was a big news. Uh, obviously, Ukraine is a big corn exporter as well as wheat, uh, so that will be something to keep an eye on going forward. Uh, another bit of news continues to be the weather in South America, kind of a mixed bag. Ongoing dryness in Argentina is something I'd encourage your listeners to really keep a close eye on because um, it, there are indications that the La Nina pattern is setting up once again in so far southern Brazil and Argentina. And needless to say, those are two key, key areas for soybeans. So we really got to keep an eye as we get into the, uh, these last few days, November, and particularly in December, uh, for Brazil in January for Argentina, because uh, that'll be the time that those beans are set pods and fill pods. So I'd say we're moving into weather market CJ as you get into the last few days of November here. Chatting with Brian Basting with Advanced Trading and also news of soybean exports overseas to uh, some other countries and some other markets here, Brian, on Friday. We had a stout uh, export sales report uh, this week, CJ, on beans. Um, really a strong number, well over 100 million bushel. Um, and we we look for our, uh, corn numbers about 45 million bushel. We look for another big corn number next week because Mexico came in this week and bought some exports uh, from the U.S. So uh, we are seeing some interest down here now. I, I caution that because of the, the pace uh, of corn sales, for example, has been so slow that some of this may be, be just catch-up buying um, because we are way behind a, a level that we need to see through this first quarter of the crop year, September, October, November, to meet that USDA number. Point being is that um, if we continue at this pace, we'll fall far short of the USDA estimate. But so maybe we're seeing some catch-up buying uh, on the part of some of these end users, Mexico being one, China being another. Um, but we, we are encouraged from a, from a producer standpoint that there has been some uptick in export business here 
Um, that's uh, long overdue. Once again, Brian Basting with Advanced Trading. Settlements from Friday, December corn up a quarter of a cent at 6.67 and three quarters. March a penny higher at 6.70. January beans gaining 11 and a quarter at 14.28 and a quarter. March 14.33 and a quarter, 11 cents higher. December wheat losing three and a half to 8.03 and a quarter. In the livestock markets, December live cattle up 32 cents at 153.07. And December lean hogs 75 cents lower at 84.22. Don't forget for all the latest Indiana farm news, check out our website, HoosierAgToday.com. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. I'm CJ Miller, Hoosier Ag Today, timely, relevant, credible.